welcome to this week's episode of Alchemist News Network, presented by the Anime Alchemist. My name is Emery. My name is Gary. Unfortunately, we um, we we don't have our other news anchor, Mr. Martin. It is Easter, so he is spending his time with his family. Completely understandable, but he is here in spirit. In spirit, yes. Appreciate you guys for listening again. Make sure you guys check us out on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Check out that video on YouTube, Anime Alchemist Podcast. You can also check. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, they all drop the same day. All drops on Tuesday. So make sure you guys check that out. You guys can always check out my social medias, TikTok at MVJoro, Clapper at uh, Sensei Envy, and my YouTube at Sensei Envy. You can check out my TikTok at Grish Mataro and my YouTube and Clapper at Grishma Senpai. We also do post shorts of the anime news on our TikTok, Anime Alchemist Podcast. Make sure you guys check that out. If you guys like the Anime Alchemist, the anime news, all of this, you guys can help support us with our Patreon. Uh, make sure to leave a link in the bio for all that. And let's get into those anime news. No, we, we, we got merch, too. And oh, you know what? Merch. You know what? We need to make some merch for anime news. You know, we really do. Yeah, we really should. I like that. Something coming soon. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> big news coming. <laughs> All right. And now big news now. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so TMS Entertainment raised the workers' base salary. So new employees are going to make 30% more than what they were being paid. Former employee or like already employed employees are going to make 25% more. So everybody's getting a raise. But that translates to about $1,900 US a month. Dude, that's what animators are making, and they're raising the salary. That's with a raise. Yes. <sighs> that's that's good, but like it's still really sad. It's scary how little they really do make. Yeah, that's... Uh, I'm I'm happy to see them making making a change though. Progress so, is progress. Conan, uh, Detective Conan, uh, Lupin, and Yamushi Pedal are some of like the big titles that mm -hmm. they've made. I guess they're trying to set a new standard in the industry and just raise the base wage. So, I mean, they're they're a pretty successful studio. They're making that change. So hopefully, we'll see that change go kind of across the rest of the industry. No, well, hopefully. I mean, I, I would I would like to see some like like imagine if you start paying like those already crazy animators real money. Bro, that I just I'm just waiting for them to go to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they just um well I, I don't mm. apparently One Piece reached out to Warner Brothers for like something. Oh bro. Oh, so bro. I would I would love I mean, to see I would love to see like anime but DC bro bro <laughs> give me a flash anime oh but like done I, I think they're using like animators for a project like like, that, like that would be Warner really Brothers cool. yeah so I mean like that that that's also kind of like a little step in the right direction yeah outsourcing to people who actually pay proper wages. <laughs> Mm. Okay, we can move on to the next story. Okay. There's there's a, there's kind of a lot of things happening in the industry right now. Abrams Comic Art will begin licensing manga. 
and other international titles for release in fall of 2024. So an American comic company is going to start licensing manga, manhwa, like art from other countries and distributing it in the USA in That's fall awesome. of 2024. So there's a, there's more companies popping up for for the actual print copies of of that okay. media. Okay. Like so it's kind of dying in Japan, but it's it's kind of, kind of booming here in, in America. America. Huh. It's just like the comic era coming back and to America. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm, I'm good no with it. I'll, I'll no buy it. I'll buy everything. <laughs> we kind of already do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty dope, though. I'm looking forward to see like what type of um, what type of, what type of titles that they start producing. Same. Like like I like that. Like America's kind of dipping their toes into like aiding in the growth of that industry I mean, i'm sure a lot anime. of people are gonna have some other opinions on it i can see the devil's advocate cultural appropriation i mean look look nah. so manga manga is a style true it is a style so if it's cultural appropriation then american comics is a style mm-hmm. so if other countries go and rip american comics that's cultural appropriation right that's dumb. It's art. Fair, fair. So, I mean, then, like, the, the argument for people that want to think that is it's still the same art style. It's still the same people making it, just funded by American money now. I mean, it's been funded by American money. Dude, we are just injecting <laughs> money into their economy. For real. Huh. Hard to, I did not think about that. They had a bubble economy in the '90s. That's why they were producing all those all those video games, Sega Genesis, Nintendo sixty four. Oh damn! Huh. Okay. Oh shit. Atari. Atari. Atari was a fucking thing. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of talked a little bit about this because because like this this affects you. <gasps> this affects you, and it might affect you. Um. So. Crunchyroll is going to be merging with a Verve, but it's not what you think. All current Verve account users, or all, all people who use Verve, their watch history and their accounts, it's all going to get migrated over to Crunchyroll pre uh, Premium. I'm, I'm bothered by it. Okay. 80% of Funimation's library has been added to Crunchyroll. They're moving okay. all of Verve account users to Crunchyroll. So I'm assuming like they're trying to make Crunchyroll just, the new Verve. They really trying to monopolize that shit. I'm I'm it look I'm look, here for it. I'm here for the, it. The moment there's high dive on it, I'll be uh, satisfied. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I can yeah, yeah. Because everybody needs to. It used that. to have high dive. Verve had high dive. It had Crunchyroll. It had it had everything. It even had like old school Looney Tunes and it shit. Did. Oh. Now it doesn't I, even have that stuff anymore. Does it still have like Codename Kid Next Door and stuff? No. No. <clears throat> like all the classic cartoons, the boomerang stuff, like all of that is gone. Ah, I didn't even yeah. notice. Yeah, no, it's been gone for a while. See, and like, and like, I know you said like, you know, like current Verve user, like, They'll have like you were saying that they'll get like a premium Crunchyroll account. Mm -hmm. I already fucking do. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, you already have Crunchyroll Premium. He has uh, both. He was grandfathered in, so yeah. they, he has a Crunchyroll account and Verve account. But now, <laughs> essentially, what they're doing is they're getting rid of the Verve account, and they're like, "You have to watch on Crunchyroll." I don't like that. I I felt special having Verve. Every time I brought it up, they're like, "What's that?" Bro, so Verve like, Verve was kind of the shit. The only thing that was rough was their their UI on the TV. Yeah. For like Roku and stuff. Yeah. Right? Okay, that's fair. But like on the phone, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That and you can find like, you know, whatever titles on there or with Crunchyroll, they they have like eighteen plus explicit, like uncensored content. They have that locked behind a wall where you have to log in on the on the computer and add it to your watch list what to be fuck? able to watch it like offline. Oh, that's like off of the computer on your phone. That's so stupid. Yeah, so you have to go in and verify that you're older than 18 and actually be a- to actually be able to browse them because they're not listed. Like if you tried to find something like that, it's not going to be on the TV. Got. Oh, that's or on the phone. That's like rough. you're going to have to go to the website. Another thing, I I think it's it's either on the phones or it's on the it's on the TVs. But you know how like you'll go and you'll see like a series, you know, like we'll say like Attack on Titan, for instance, and it'll say sub and dub, mm-hmm. right? But you click on it, all it'll give you is subbed seasons. I have that with um so I've been trying to watch the second season of Bullfooty. I maxed out my defenses, or I don't want to get hurt, so I maxed out all my defenses. Yeah. And I, I can only find it in English. Oh. But it says sub and dub. Yeah. And I'll try to change it to Japanese, but it only plays in English. That's... That uh, I mean, look, okay, Verve does have its issues. I can see, admit that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just... I, yeah. I'm, I'm a little more comfortable using it. Yes. That, that and I really... I, I, Crunchyroll is still Funimation, and yeah. I don't like supporting Funimation. I'm going to feel dirty watching One Piece now. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> at least you're watching it from an official release true true i could be doing a lot worse things i guess yeah Ooh, studio ghibli huh yeah studio ghibli announced on tuesday that koji hoshino will be replaced by the founder toshi suzuki as the studio's president so that's it's it's kind of weird because they like they made that change pretty recently. Mm-hmm. We, we reported that yeah. like a few months back. Yeah, and now they're saying I think it's in May that he's gonna step down at like a board of directors meeting from the president role. So like, I, there's no news as to who's gonna be taking the president role after he steps down. Huh. So there, there, there's going to be a little switch up at Studio Ghibli, but like that's one of the most su- successful anime studios yeah. there is out there. So, yeah, you know, just figured that's something we should we should mention. Yeah, absolutely. Because like I mean, who knows? Like the the studio could shift from this. Hmm? Who knows? Or or they could try to go back to what they were doing before. Dude, that's one thing I loved about um, a lot of the Studio Ghibli titles and and Miyazaki films is like he he wasn't afraid to try new stuff. No, yeah, you're right. You know, it, it that that was what was so much fun. 
with seeing these films because you never knew what he was going to come out with. And now we're we're in this era of anime where it's just like, oh, here's the same five characters with a different, slightly different design. You know, how many times have you watched an anime and you're like, oh, hey, I recognize that guy. Oh, that guy looks just like this guy from this anime. <laughs> All the fucking time. All the fucking time. You can't tell me that like Sasuke, Fushigoro, um, even even the you the, know the blue horn boy from Slime, they're all ripoffs of Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> Not in terms of design. <laughs> they all have a very similar design though. Even Gray. Yeah, but from I was Fairy gonna say Tale. Gray too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. They, they, yeah. Then you start innovating. Then you start innovating again. So who knows? Maybe something interesting will come out of this. Maybe they'll try to like shift focus on what they're doing. Be okay with do, doing more experimental projects or like, you know, something. I feel like I feel like they're really focused now on the guaranteed success, right? They're afraid to try something new and shake it up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Like I've been loving all the animes coming out, but. Not not all of them, obviously, right? There's like five per season where I'm like, all right, I fuck with all these, but like all the other ones are generic offshoots of kind of the same, same story. Shit, yeah. With okay, you know, slideshow animation sometimes. I, um, like kind of on that, then I have a, like kind of a question. Do you think what Mappa's been putting out recently is kind of like, um, like you know how we've talked been talking about like, um, Chainsaw Man, um. Hell's Paradise, and then Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. Wait, is Jujutsu Kaisen put out by? I put there. I thought they were put out by UFO Table. Mm, pretty sure it's Mappa. But like that pretty whole sure. like different kind of um main character where it's just like not so orthodox. Like, do you think that might be kind of? I mean, I mean that's a small change, right? Yeah, but. When you, when you really think about it, we've just been getting demons, bro. Ah, fuck. You're right. It's it's all demons. Black Clover. Demons. Mm-hmm. Demon Slayer. Demons. demons. Even even um. Um. Even Orient. The Kishin, oh yeah, basically the demons. demons. Like yeah. every everything is centered around. There's demons in the world, and you know you have to fight them. Damn, there's a, there's a lot. It's like oversaturated right now in shonen. Fuck, I did not realize that. Oh my god, bro! Even um, handyman in the other world, hmm? Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, uh, curses are just demons. Uh, Exactly. It's just like, come on. It's uh, we we need to move away from that a little bit. Just a little <laughs> interesting bit. antagonist. Like, Attack on Titan is not that type of story. No, I mean they they call them devils, but <laughs> you know that's that's more of a philosophical thing. Yeah, Attack on Titan is really a kind of its own thing. It is. It is. I, that's why I fuck with it so much, bro. Like. <laughs> that's a really good example of like pushing the boundaries and doing something not new. Like that man, that man put genocide on TV and did it really well or in like 
media form. He had the main character go down the path of genocide and told you a story from his perspective to the point where you're like, I get him. I get it. You know, yeah. he, he should slaughter millions of people. Like, it makes sense. That's good storytelling. Yeah. If, you, if you're convinced by that ideology, sorry, but that's good storytelling. If you're a Jaegerist, yeah. Until the day I die. Um, did you hear? So um, the, the new Super Mario movie just recently came out. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers movie has earned $26 million on its first day. That's ridiculous. In the U.S. In the U.S. That's that doesn't ridiculous. count everywhere else. So, like in, in you know, in the like the Asian areas, yeah. the Asian countries of the world, um, made like eight million or eight billion somewhere around there. Oh my God! Oh, eight eight million. Oh, Sorry. okay. It, they didn't. It didn't make more than in America, but twenty six million opening day here in the u.s so that's still ridiculous i i really i i've got to go watch this movie bro it looks so good it looks like if they just took you and threw you into the mario universe they have such like they have a crate like there's just three actors in there for me personally i'm just like that's the craziest lineup chris pratt jack black and um seth rogan he plays donkey kong bro oh my god who plays Toad? I I don't know. Actually. Mm, um, Jack Black is Bowser, isn't he? Yes, he is. You should have seen. Have you seen him like on the red carpet for the release? No. Bro, he had a custom suit that like on the on the shoulders and the back, it was like um Bowser's shell. It was sick. And that was pretty cool. It, he bro, was like, I'm going to commit to it. He had the drippiest drip at that fucking red carpet. That's fucking awesome. That man knows how to do a red carpet. I'll say that. Dude, uh, he's all about the flair, and he, you know it. He really is. I've recently seen some photos of him on the red carpet for when he did Kung Fu Panda. And, like, Angelina Jolie was pregnant at the time, and there's a bunch of photos of, like, him and her, their bellies <laughs> all together and shit like that. That's funny as fuck. And like you know, she's cre- carrying precious cargo, so he's all kung fu'd out, ready to like you know protect protect her on the red carpet. That's awesome. I could love Jack Black, so legend. Much. Um, ah oh man, okay, can you talk to me about this one? Yeah, so uh, I loved Milo and Otis growing up, like mm-hmm. the Adventures of Milo and Otis. Mm-hmm. I never realized that that was written by a Japanese man. I so, did not know that. Yeah, a zoologist and the writer of the adventures of Milo and Otis, Masanori Hata, mm-hmm. has passed away at the age of 87. So uh. may he rest in peace. But I don't know, that piece of media, that, that was, I, I loved that movie growing up. Yeah. I watched that movie so many times with cousins, with family, just on my own. That's childhood nostalgia, man. Yeah, hell yeah. And so, to find out that that was, oh, wow, that's. Mm hmm. Yeah. Apparently, apparently he. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to fact check myself on this, but apparently he's he's played a hand in writing some anime too. So oh shit, it's interesting. Like he's an essayist, so he was just a writer, right? Oh okay. He would, he would publish his people would publish his writing. So that's cool. Yeah, but he passed away at the age of eighty-seven, I believe, from a heart attack. So uh. may he rest in peace. Damn. Okay. 
Lighter note. This is some crazy news. So in Dallas yesterday, because we're recording this on Sunday, today is the ninth. In Dallas yesterday, there was a Blue Lock-inspired soccer tournament. That's what? Yes, it's a collaboration what? with Crunchyroll, Saturday Football, and LA Galaxy Soccer Club. And it's hosted by dub cast members of the animes. Dude. That's... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like, we'll, we'll have to go take a look at exactly what went down, what the event was like. If, if it sounds interesting to you, you know, maybe... Maybe we'll throw a link down in the description, but go go check it out. I thought that was really interesting. That's cool. I mean, that opens up like opportunities for more kind of like anime-related events, like, bro. Dude, that's more money for the voice actors to be making because like, they're yeah. they're able to tour and go to events and stuff like, too. Dude, like I know we're not, you know, it gets overshadowed because you know we have Texans and then we have the Astros and then we have the Rockets, but like we do have a soccer club here, you know, Dynamo, Dynamo, you know, like. You know, they're, 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 you know, we, we you don't know, we don't talk they're... about them much, but you know yeah. they're they're okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry if you're a big fan. <laughs> I'm not. No, but like, there's an opportunity answer. for the like a collab there. Like, why not? Why were the Why was it in Dallas if it was with a fucking LA Galaxy club in in Dallas? Um, so Dallas is kind of like the central hub for Funimation. Oh. Like the, oh. they're they're in Dallas. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Even you remember a while back we were talking about um, the OG voice actor for the Batman and the Batman animated series had passed mm-hmm. away, um, and like he it, it it like had a big effect on the community out in Dallas because you know he's a big voice actor out there and not seen gotcha yeah yeah, that's a lot of a lot of voice actors it's it's like in dallas oh okay and some people some people are rich enough to just get their studio set up in their house and have a recording area so they can do all their work at home and then just send them the stuff the voice actor of beast boy he has something like that Really? Yeah, yeah. Bro, he deserves it. He he is a phenomenal voice actor. And like, uh, I will have to find the video for you, bro. This man has a gorgeous home. I know this is not news related, and I'm sorry, but like, just like bringing that up, like he is a big name, dub voice actor. He does a lot of shit. He's done both Beast Boys in the original Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. Yeah, you could tell it was the same one. Yeah, and like Warner Brothers paid during COVID to build him a studio inside his house. So that he can still record his lines so that they could still pump out like animated series. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> like that's that's not that's when you know you really good when Warner Brothers is just like, no, we're not fucking around. We'll pay for it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Damn. Mm, maybe we should start dubbing. Bro, I told you we should try it. I'm I'm still down. I just have to learn how to animate lip flaps. Or mouth flaps. Mouth which flaps. I'm sure will not be too hard. Okay. Questions for later. Yeah. Okay. So this is a little this is a little interesting. It just like there's I've seen a lot of uh, talk online about how this this just this whole deal this whole situation has been sketchy from the start. But the Good Smile Company, the company that makes all those Miku figures, all those other figures of our our bunny girls and stuff, the good mm-hmm. bu- and and um 
Nedroids. They make Nedroids too. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the ones that like you swap their face faces and like, and, like stuff. Yeah. Um, their chibi little feet. Yeah. So they they invested two point four million dollars into 4chan because the founder of the Good Smile Company and the president of 4chan met at a convention and they became friends. Hmm. But now Good Smile Company is trying to get out of the agreement, right? And Disney is ending their relationship with the Good Smile Company in May. And apparently there's been all these allegations like like people are trying to accuse the Good Smile Company of promoting like explicit child content legally in terms of them crossing the line and in terms of what they're distributing. Mm -hmm. Right. So situation's getting kind of messy, but we'll keep you posted on what we hear. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Speaking of crazy, I think this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, dude, we've been talking about her a lot. So Rumiko Takahashi, the mangaka for Ranma One Half, um, Inuyasha. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So she, she was recently knighted in France. That's fucking cool. Because just because of her works, like like all of the different stories she has to- told have been extremely popularized. You know, in France and in general. Okay. Like they they're really popular. She's just a phenomenal storyteller, right? Huh. So she's she's been getting all these rewards, bro. That's fucking sick. That's nice. I like seeing game getting recognized. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, she's she's the one who created the harem vibe. Like, no, no, she's the one who made it harem a thing. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Like oh. She she created the first harem, bro. Hmm. Like that's so crazy. It seems like so much so much has gone down in anime, yeah. and so much time has passed. But like, just recently, we're mourning the death of the creator of Astro Boy. Yes. Oh yeah. Now we're talking about the person who made the first harem being knighted by France. That's crazy. Not much time has passed. No. Anime has made some serious leaps and bounds in a very short amount of time. Yes. Yes, it has. Like, yeah. That's, all, that's only like one generation, genuinely. Well, I mean, it, it, it was the difference. It's the difference from us going from single-cell single animation, like hand-drawn, mm-hmm. into like actual digital. CGI. Yeah. Fair. Damn. Damn. Imagine what, I hate to say this, imagine like what anime could become when the goat dies. Just imagine. The legend who created basically just, you know, set the staple for anime just passed. And we have seen the craziest shit come out of One Piece. Like this generation's fucking, you know, like, wheel reinventor like imagine what it's gonna be like when he like bro i already thought like with jjk how different it was in terms of just like the character the way they threw away plot armor from the fucking start like all of it every action has a consequence the whole headstrong bullshit not being the best thing for the main character like (laughs) all of that 
was so good because it was different from the norm and it felt like it felt like a newer version of um what's his fucking name the the creator of um hunter hunter oh 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 god i can't remember his name off the top of my head but I know who you mean. Uh, Togashi. Yeah. Okay. So it, I, I don't know. I view him. I viewed him like at the start when JJK first came out. It's like the new Togashi, right? Because Togashi took all the elements, all the all the um, all the tropes that we love in shonen, mm-hmm. and he used them to their fullest, right? But in JJK, they take all those tropes and they spin them. Yeah. Right. So like, oh, Yuji's heart. He, he like he he bleeds too it bleeds too easily for other people right mm-hmm. that bit him in the ass later and it really fucked him over like he really had to learn from that situation grow as a person and learn how to like cut that yeah you know cut the emotional aspect I, you know yeah. this you got you got work to do i mm, i really think that that your whole um mentality on the series i don't think it's gonna change i will be completely honest after even after what you have said recently about like the whole new kind of trope thing bro i really think you're gonna keep loving jujutsu kaisen i just love series that like do a trope and then subvert it like mishoku tensei fair 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 oh oh um bro this next news is sad and I'm sorry, I'm sorry to tell you, but Ranking of Kings, the manga has gone on hiatus. On hiatus. Sorry. Yeah, I said that wrong. <laughs> There's no news on when the manga is going to return. So it's just on hiatus. We don't know when it's coming back. We're still getting that, that anime, the, the uh, treasure chest. Mm-hmm. The second season and everything. Of Courage, I think it is. Um but yeah, we're we're still getting that. But like the manga right now, we're not getting any more. Do you know why? I don't. Oh, yeah. So make sure you guys are like and following, so that you guys can stay up to date as we find out more. And then, kind of, kind of. Last but not least, I have a little bit news about some anime coming up. So. Ranking, I'm sorry, not Ranking of Kings. Rising. So the Rising of the Shield Hero, season three. Or, yep, season three, season three yeah. yeah. Season three has released a key visual. So it's their first key visual for the series, um, for this new season. And they also announced an October premiere date. Oh, damn, another one for October. Yes. Yo, yes. okay. So, you know, while y'all are putting y'all's watch list together, Look, I know that second season was a little weird. Them jumping through universes and stuff. It was, it was, it was. Yeah, it was kind of weird, but I'm still gonna give it a shot because I like the characters. And I like, I like the power system. So and, I'm gonna see. And like after I how that second, after that how that second season ended, bro. Like the possibilities now. <sighs> we'll see if there's a gun hero. <laughs> there's not one. And that's for you, Martin. That's what you get for not being here today. Appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you guys uh, stay up to date with all the news. Like, subscribe, turn those notifications on. If you guys enjoyed this segment, make sure you guys leave a comment. Let us know what you guys think. If there's some news maybe we you know, didn't mention you guys know about, let us know about it. You know, we'll report it on the next week. Like always, Optimus out. Optimus out. Optimus out.